You are now listening to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, and I'm joined as always by my buddy and geek brother, Mario. All right, what's up, man? How's it going? What's up? It's uh, It's been too long. It has been a while. It it's, is. Uh, it's been too long. It, it's been quite some time, but we're back. Hopefully we're... on a uh, on a, a better cadence of releases, but... We'll I think so. I think so. I think I think like we said before, we're still figuring it out. And uh today today's gonna be a little bit different. Yeah. Than it's we a usually do. Format. Yeah. I th- I think this is gonna help us both maybe uh I think stay so. on track. I think ultimately it will also help us uh shorten these things for people as well. Yes, you know? I I remember talking to you about that and, and, and some people maybe some people might love listening to an hour plus podcast. Some people not so much. So we're trying to, you know, please everyone. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, it also helps us because this does get time consuming sometimes because what everyone hears for an hour or an hour and 40 minutes definitely took us about two hours and a half. Exactly. Exactly. I think so that's I, a big key part of it, right? Is like there's a lot more that's said that you don't hear once I edited it out, you know. So, right, and, and I think we're we're like you said, different formats. So maybe we won't be all over the place with so many topics. I think that's our plan as well, right? Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's see how it works. And uh, you know, like we've said before, anyone out there, leave us a you know review. There's the uh, there's the Instagram now. Uh, so yes, if you want to go is. in, yeah, wow. there's the Instagram. Plug that shit right now. Yeah. So it's, uh, oh man, I have to remember what it's, I know it's Pixel Refresh. <laughs> is there an underscore there? Uh, I'm there pretty sure there is an underscore. Is there not? I'm looking it up right now. Yes. So am I. Yes. So it's Pixel underscore refresh is yes. the, Instagram. Um, it's run by you. I'm going to give you full credit because it's not definitely not run by me. Um, yes, it, it it is run by me, and and I've been slacking a little bit lately. And it's just um, like we said, time is one of those things we're trying to still figure out. But I'm going to start posting a lot more on there, and yeah. I'm going to be a lot more active. And and like I said, if you have a review, a message. Definitely give us a follow, uh, you know, leave us a message or, um, you know, a comment, anything. Just uh, go and check us out over there on uh, Instagram yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, And I think I think the great thing about it is that it's not, it's not only tech, right? Like, I think you do a great job of, like, you know, posting things that are tech-related but, like, um, aren't super tech, you know? Like, it's not like we're, you know, these are just candid photos of products, you know, um, out there. Uh, I think it's a place for you to show like test photos for phones that you get, promote the podcast with little snippets and clips, you know, promote some of your favorite tech, my favorite tech. I know one of the things you posted was about, uh, one password. I know you and I love, like love one password. Um, and yeah, even, even some, even some stuff around like TV shows or movies, you probably will see like, you know what we're watching type things on the on that instagram so uh, for sure go there check it out um i think one of the coolest things that people don't 
um, haven't seen probably is uh, you bought this uh, microscope. Yes. It was a microscope, right? Yes, it was. And uh, I thought it was really cool because the microscope, like, you posted not only, like, pictures of, like, maybe uh, a 1,000x, 100x, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it, uh, it maxes out at 10,000x or 100,000x. I'm not even sure. It's It probably yeah. isn't actually doing that, but yeah. it's it's really cool for, like, a budget, you know, microscope. Hell yeah. And, and it just, like, it gives you a whole different look at things that you normally wouldn't think look like that but once they're zoomed in and and like you said i i put something on i even put a mole that's on my arm and that thing looks gross so if you want to check it out definitely go look at the at the instagram because that's the only place where it's at and it's it's just uh yeah it's it's weird how some things look under the microscope yeah and i think uh i think it's a great place for us to like continue pushing the brand and, and showing people that there's a lot out there in the tech space that you know maybe they don't know of you know what i mean so, uh, yeah, go check it out. So let's, uh, I guess, jump right into it. So just to give a tiny bit of background on how we might be changing the format is that uh, for the most part, I'm going to say we're going to try to keep most of our podcasts to one topic um, because we tend to like lose track of time and really dive deep on certain things. And then the other really great things that we want to talk about don't get covered in as much detail. And uh, I think it's just like who we are and how we like to talk about things. And so I think it's best, we both think, not just me, we both think it's best that we'll do uh, conversations about a a said topic and hopefully they won't go super long and then we'll cut them off um, naturally. Um, And it will get everyone in the audience to, you know, hear what we have to offer uh, from a perspective of, you know, uh, trying to formulate thoughts on the fly here um, of the different topics and and just go into detail. And then we've also talked about, you know, what what I'm going to call mega episodes. And these are like, we have a lot more time. We have a lot more topics and uh, maybe they're like big bonus episodes that go for two hours or something. Right. And those are raw, mostly unedited, you know, just uh talks you know essentially so uh yeah, yeah. exciting things exciting so things happening let the let the people know what today's topic is um and what we're going to be talking about well if you read the title uh, we're on episode 41 and the title is future wheels what we're going to be talking about today is the future of vehicles so yeah. w- mainly we're talking about like well actually we're talking about every type of vehicle and and autonomous driving like self-driving vehicles and how cool that's going to be yeah and i'm excited i'm super excited man yeah, i don't know about I, you I but i'm too. like yeah like, I'm, I'm like not, i would say you're a bigger car guy than i am um and i think like i feel like there's two people in the world and you can weigh in on this after i'm done saying it but like I feel like there's two people in the world, the people who like don't really care about cars and super embrace the future of like autonomous vehicles and the people who are like car people. And they're like, I could never see myself not driving my own car. You know, I I think I fall on the spectrum of like cars are cool. And the thing I like about cars is like the tech in cars. 
Uh, like I could care less about how many horsepower or what the torque is or all that stuff. What a differential is. I don't even know what the hell that is. Um, and you know, I care more about like a future in which like we have a living room on wheels that will just transport us from place to place. I don't even care if I have to, if I don't own the vehicle, if I just summon it, like I do a cab, you know, but I think it's a really cool concept. What about you? I agree with you. You know, here I am on the other end going, I love vehicles, right? I love everything about vehicles when it comes to, you know, the way they work, uh, you know, the amount of horsepower they have, uh, yeah. you know, all wheel drive, front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, true sports cars, luxury cars. I'm into vehicles and I do love driving. I, I wouldn't say I'm crazy about driving just because I've I've never really had the opportunity to take driving to like, let's say the next level, like having a really nice sports car and going out to, you know, maybe a racetrack or anything, but I'm a, definitely a car enthusiast. I do love yeah. vehicles, you know, and, and you, you do, I, I do. Yes, I do. And I've owned you quite do. a few. I, trust yeah. me. I know you do. <laughs> and, and I love working on them too. You know, when it comes to the uh, technical aspect of, you know, installing stereos or backup cameras or, you yeah. know, like customizing it. So I, I do 100% agree with you in that sense. There are going to be people out there just like there is right now with what they call the petrol heads. Right. And that's people who love gas powered, you know, vehicles yeah. and the power behind them. And then, you know, yeah, they I don't feel really like we have look a friend at who falls into that category. I'd say we have more than one friend that falls into that category. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. That that honest. loves vehicles, you know, and just like um, to tell no, them. No, no, specifically loves gas-powered vehicles. Yes, gas-powered vehicles. Yeah, 100%. And I think for some people, it scares them, the future of where vehicles are going. Yeah. And and they, they just feel like they're, they're going to get deprived of having like you know, that gas powered vehicle where they get the sense of in control and driving. And, and I understand and the that thrill. Part. There's a, like, there's the thrill, a thrill yes, to for driving, sure. you know, but I think uh, there would just be, that you don't get anywhere else. I think there would just be alternatives to that, that, that will still be there. If not into like a level up. Yeah. Cause like tracks essentially, right. right. Like that's what you're talking about as, yeah, but just or? right. Not just what, okay. So you love your gas powered car. And, and one yeah. of the reasons is, Right now, gas-powered cars, some of them are, like, super, f you know, fast. You know what I mean? This is, like, they are. technology over, like, so many years, right? But, you know, just just to, before you continue, there's an argument to be made that the fast cars aren't allowed to go fast in most circumstances, you know? They're not. And if you're, if you're really looking for speed, you'd most likely be hitting up a track. And I imagine a future where self-driving cars would still have... The ability to be driven, okay, as as electric cars, and electric cars as we know have way more torque and and speed up way uh, faster and and just a lot more power. So just imagine these people who love the rush. Yeah. You go to a track now, and you pick up this car, and I guess the only thing that would become boring is like I guess, I guess you could kind of look at this, and I might be wrong here. It's like an electric car is an electric car. Does yeah. that make sense? Like it's an electric car, whatever. And yes, there will be more powerful electric cars and less powerful. But at the end of the day, it's like electric motors and a different shell on it is how some people might feel. But it's but you could say the same thing about a gas car, right? 
It's a motor. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Like the tradition that like what makes my, you know, Ford GT, that's a supercar, right? Um, that was me asking you for validation because I don't remember. If it is. Yeah. Ford GT. Yeah. Um, the Ford GT is a supercar because it's been manufactured from like bumper to bumper engine wise too, right? To be a fast car. You can't, you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're not going to get that same like feel and speed from like a Toyota Prius. You know what I mean? Like it's different. Like I can see why people are like, even, even a luxury sports supercar that's electric is not, you know, it's not as fancy as like a gas electric car because these cars have been like designed this way. Whereas like, uh, I guess the argument could be made that like a hub motor for an electric car is a hub motor. Like you can get it to max out at a certain speed, but like that's it, right? There's nothing, there's nothing crazy mechanical innovations that, that, that we currently can think of from a consumer perspective that would make that car, you know, super cool or, or, you know, um, there's a word for it, like something that we would want, you know what I mean? Desire, something we would desire. <clears throat> I, like you said about the, the GT, the Ford GT. So the Ford GT was, was launched like, I don't know, back in the 1960s or whatever. And it was made by Ford to face, you know, the Ferrari to beat them in the long distance sports races because yeah. Ferrari was winning them all and, and it finally did beat them. So you're right. That car was designed and, and it most likely was not safe back then and took super skilled drivers to drive a bunch of these around in this long distance, uh, you know, race to beat Ferrari. That was their yeah. thing. But then again, here and we that's go. That's still the case today, though. Like it is a super you fast. You can't just hop into like a McLaren, whatever the, you know, super fast McLaren is and expect that you know, you're going to be able to handle it the way a professional would. Correct. And here's my uh, point on on the future of, you know, self-driving cars. You go to the track. You've yeah. always loved, you know, the rush of high speed. You've always wanted to drive a supercar. And now you have the chance. Yeah. And you don't even need to have, you know, some crazy training. Like here in Canada, we have G1 uh, you know, your learner's permit, G2, where you could finally drive on your own with limitations. Yeah. And then your G, where you can fully, well, G2, you can drive on your own, but fully with no limitations now with the G. Here, hear me out. You take a small course, you, you know, get used to a car, and then you're yep. put out with a super semi-self-driving car. And what I mean by that is you're on a track, but this okay. car, if you lose control, it won't allow you to lose control. So oh, basically... Imagine, you know, you put, you put on Forza and you put on all the, um, oh my God, what all do you the call assists. the assists? Yes. Yeah. You put all the assists and it, it's it like breaks that, for in you, real life, but basically. in real life, you can pick up a Ferrari, you can pick up a Bugatti and you know, they could put shells on these cars and even the manufacturers could be making them and you could, could do the really one cool. thing you could never do before. And that's drive a supercar and not have to learn to be a supercar driver. Yeah, that's that's like a you know what? That's like a concept I never really thought of. But like that that is seems like kind of the most plausible future in which like you know, we have both, you know, electric autonomous vehicles, gas autonomous vehicles and like the sport, I'm going to say like the sport or the leisure of driving 
cars or supercars, you know, um, where we don't have to worry about those cars like getting into major accidents because they're smart enough to prevent that from happening, you know. And that's those, that's super cool. I never thought about that. And don't get me wrong, there are still going to be sports where those limits, um, those assists will be turned off and professionals yeah. will drive and there will be accidents. And, you know, it's just, you know, the way it works, you know, people well, love that. Like you go watch today, NASCAR. Right? I, like you wouldn't do that for the layman. Like you wouldn't do that for the professional, but for the, the guy who's in like Las Vegas and wants to drive, you know, uh, you know, I'm just going to say like a Bugatti Veyron, you know what I mean? A, a vehicle at that caliber and that expense could be super worth having something like you just described in it. So that like I, as the person who's not, you know, into cars, but would love to drive a car that big, um, doesn't crash it. You know, I have right. the safety of knowing like I can drive this car super duper fast and this, this car will prevent me from wrecking it and costing this company or myself millions of dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Basically, if you're coming up to a turn that at, let's say, you know, 150 kilometers an hour and this car knows it cannot take that turn at 150 kilometers even with a professional driver before yeah. it gets to that turn because it's going to know the track like the back of its you know motherboard it's yeah. basically going <laughs> to slow down yeah uh before you get to that turn you won't know it did. you won't know that it did that because you'll yeah. have full pedal to the metal you know what i mean but you still feel like you're in control and that thrill is still there but the car is realistically like let's say 70 to 90 percent in control but yeah. the fun is still there it's a real life video game you know what i mean and and that's awesome i think we should talk about and and i'll need your opinion of this some of the pros and cons and what you think like you know the bad parts or or the bad situations that will be in with self-driving cars and then the great things that will come with self-driving vehicles you know so you you want to start off with maybe like a bad one Sure. I mean, I mean, we kind of already mentioned one of the bads is that like you, we could live in a world where nobody drives vehicles anymore unless it's for sport. And for some people, that's not a good thing. Right. Right. Um, the other bad thing is, you know, I'm, I'm trying I'm having a hard time is is who's going to manage these vehicles. Right. Who's going to manage right. this fleet? You know, does everybody own them like. Because we all know that if something is not taken care of and it's left to rot, you know, or uh, get worn down and not maintained properly, that can also have an effect, right? So you could have situations where I'm in, you know, we're in a vehicle that, you know, and its wheels come off, you know, and then it gets into an accident or something. Or, you know, its computers haven't been checked, so it starts going haywire, you know, and there's no overrides or anything like that, right? Um, or even just simple hacking. I think lately right. we've, we've seen a lot of situations in which, you know, car ma manufacturers are being aware that the, their vehicles, which have computers in them today, um, those computers can be hacked, you know, or, you know, certain securities can be bypassed in order to make a vehicle do whatever the hacker wants. Right. So that, that is also like a danger uh, what about you? What do you think is like a, a danger so an, or a, a few, negative? Right. So a few negatives for me would be, you, you said some great ones, by the way, would be a Thanks. lot of people 
Um, and we're talking like a long time into the future. Like I'm talking like my examples are based on basically 99% of all vehicles being self-driving vehicles. Yeah. And we'll start seeing a lot of people losing jobs, whether it's taxi drivers, Uber drivers, delivery yeah. drivers, we'll see a huge loss in, in those, um, industries. And then yeah. I think like, uh, it's a double edged sword uh, because it's, it's, it's kind of hurting them, but it's creating a lot of new jobs because like you said, somebody has to take care of these vehicles. Yes. Somebody definitely. has to maintain them. Um, so, all of a sudden it's creating a bunch of new jobs as well. So I think it, it, a lot of people will lose jobs. And the scary thing is like when you've been in an industry for so long, it's not like you can turn around. It's, it's more like the new generation is going to be going into that. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely, um, you know, one there. And I also and for think those, and for those who are wondering, like history repeats itself. Like we've, we've watched that specific thing happen over and over again, you know, innovation hits, uh, or there's no longer a need for said thing, like there's there's an inherent need for, you know, people to lose their jobs, but there's always going to be someone for the next thing. You know what I mean? So, go ahead, continue. Right. One of the other scary things I think um, are, who do we blame when there is an accident? That's going to be such True. like, that's going to be like a scary situation. There's going to have to be new laws made yes. you know and it, and it's gonna have who's whose responsibility is it the owner of the self vehicle um the self-driving vehicle so like the company yeah. or is it going to be um you know the city or like who's in charge now and who's taking responsibility for when there is an accident because believe it or not no matter how perfect the system is there's always going to be a glitch AKA there's always going to be an accident. There's going to be a fatality. There's going to be at least injuries, you know? So who's responsible and we're already, now? Even with the, the current state, we're already seeing that, you know, it's not perfect. Right. Right. So. Yes. And, and we're at that point now where even they're trying to figure out who do we blame at this point? Of course, they're blaming the company who's putting out these cars in the, in the testing phase, yeah. you know, and, and, and talking about that, I think one of the last major accidents was with uh, Uber's program where yeah, there was, was. a someone, and they shut uh, down that program life. because of that right they shut down the program and just because we're on that topic yeah they actually reopened the program and partnered up with uh toyota it's not in the same place in america they went somewhere else i think okay but the program is opened up again with uber and they've part partnered with toyota so that's exciting okay, um cool. yeah so i think those are two negative points right there yeah those are those are really good points because uh, your first point in particular, like I, I didn't think of that, like, you know, um, and that's that's a really big thing to think about, to be honest. Yeah, like we have a, a scenario right now where, you know, taxi drivers are upset about Uber drivers, right? So just mm -hmm. imagine a future where taxi drivers, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers are all upset because now self-driving vehicles are taking their jobs away. I mean, and, uh, you know, there's already that worry, right? So, yes, you know, we're probably already seeing it in like pockets of society today where, you know, that's a major part of somebody's job, right? Like even when it comes to, you know, the one thing you brought up that I didn't think about was like truck drivers, delivery drivers, you know, not even not even day to day transport for other humans, but like the industries in which like, you know, the industries that run the world, like the UPSs of the world, the, you know, these big freight 
you know, type companies that, that send vehicles to different provinces or states to actually, you know, drop off product. Once we automate that, like that's, that's a big thing. That's a huge industry right now. And if you automate that, that, what does the world look like? Are we more efficient, right? Do we have to change infrastructure in the world in order for that stuff to, you know, be even more efficient, right? Do we have, and what I mean by that is like, do we have dedicated like, you know, truck lanes and dedicated car lanes and like, you know, just to jump into one of the benefits, um, is like if every vehicle on the road, and I think I've talked about this in a past podcast, but if every vehicle on the road is talking to each other and they're talking to the infrastructure, then the moment a green light happens, right, it's not a wave of acceleration. Every single vehicle that is in proximity to each other will move at the exact same time because they don't have to worry about colliding. You know what I mean? They all have the same command. They all know it's a green light. They all know how far away they are from each other, right? And they could just maintain a steady speed and ramp up as one, you know, instead of individually, instead of what I call the wave effect, you know, the first set of cars, second set of cars, third set of cars, right? That's that's a great point, you know, that's a great positive because I think like, every single negative has a counter as a positive and uh definitely no more traffic you know just imagine a world where there's no more traffic traffic happens yes because of congestion but a lot of it is just human error it's people slowing down because you know they looked at something or they looked over they picked up their phone that causes a huge chain effect that causes a traffic jam because if Bob here slows down in front of you, then, you know, Bob number two slows down a little bit, then it just keeps going till someone comes to a complete stop. And there's yeah. where your traffic jam starts, you know? And if we had a world where there was no traffic because of self-driving cars, I think even the people who are unhappy about vehicles becoming self-driving would rejoice in the thought of not being in an hour to two hours in gridlock because yeah. of, 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 you know, just basically human. It's just human. It's like, it, like you said, it's a wave. It happens like 99% of the time when you're in traffic, it's just because no one takes off at the same time. No yeah. one stops at the same time. Some people are faster than or others. What do you call it? Rubbernecking people who are yeah, paying attention like, to something that's not the road. Just, like people just, can do that, and right. the vehicle will just do its thing, right? Like it's not going to affect traffic. Like, and like it's just it's crazy because you know you never think we'd live in a world. And I mean, this could be a long. It, I don't even know if this will be in our lifetime. Be to be honest, because you know the infrastructure needed to make all of this happen and the laws that would need to be in place to make, you know, to force autonomous vehicles to become a thing. Right. I don't, I don't think we're even looking at that yet. One, I don't even think the tech is there yet. Right. But, but yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge. The implications of every car on the road, just even talking to each other is huge. And we're already seeing like autonomy in different States. You know, if that makes sense, like we are, we are definitely like there are different levels of autonomy, right? There are um, five levels. There are five levels. There yes, are five right. levels. Yes. Um, you actually, we should have said that right in the beginning that there are five levels. 
Uh, do you know the levels? Do you want me to go through them? Uh, yeah, I know some of the levels, but you can you can start off. Start off with okay. level one, my friend. So I would say Tell level zero. Level zero is your car at the moment if it has no features on it. Um, a level one or it's and a level car from the nineties, right? <laughs> so a level one and a level two are your usual like keep lane assist, uh, accident avoidance. Um, anything where it, it, it helps you out a little bit, it, it's not really self-driving, but that's your level one, level two categories. Yeah. Level three and level four pretty much are driving themselves, but they need an occupant's atten- uh you know, um, they need you attention. to be there. They, attention. they need somebody to be there just in case something Just happens. in case. And they might, um, also they need you there when they, um, uh, when it requires your your attendance, it, it might tell you like put your hands on the steering wheel or um, you know take over because I don't know what this is right now. So yeah, like it, it needs a human right. And then a level five, uh, sorry, that was a level three. A level four and five is basically fully self driving vehicle. It, it doesn't need you yeah. there at all. And and that's so, from what I understand all the, the the five levels. So where where do we fit on the spectrum currently? Where do you think? We're or definitely. Where do you know? We're definitely have been in a level three because uh-huh. that's your like Tesla, your Tesla where it could self-drive itself, but it needs you there and it'll tell you to put your steering, your hands on the steering wheel for a few minutes. I'm pretty I sure. Our, I think our charts are a bit different, but I think we're more of a level four. We're, we're level like four. I'm mostly saying. Mostly automatic, but like you need a person just in case. I agree. We're a level four in, in testing phase. But yeah. I don't think but that's like that's a that's a long just to clarify for people. That's a long predetermined routes under very specific circumstances. Like it has to be like daytime and good weather, so on and so forth. Like if you notice all the testing states are the hot states where snow is not really a thing. Right. And um, that's and that's because it's the easiest condition to um, test for, essentially. On that note, I would say that that is one of the negatives. How is this technology that uses sensors and, and everything going to uh, fare in weather like, you know, here in Canada where there's like snow blizzards and freezing rain and yeah. slush? And, you know, if you've owned a vehicle with any sensors, um, my wife has uh, autonomous uh, emergency braking. Yeah. Um, and when it snows and it blocks the radar in the bumper, it tells her that that feature is turned off. Um, so that's Dang. just one of the realities of having something. Don't get me wrong. They're working on technology. They're working yeah. on it. Like that, that's, you know, basically one of the hurdles that they yeah. have to get through. Uh, another hurdle, believe it or not, I don't know if anyone's um, ever really heard about this, but they have a LIDAR. They use LIDAR, which is basically, or light, LIDAR, whatever it's called. Yeah, LIDAR. It's LIDAR. LIDAR, they use LIDAR. Right, light radar. And this is basically the main, like, feature, the main, like, um, oh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? The main. uh, It's like the the eyes of the vehicle. Right, the eyes of the vehicle. It's the the main hardware. There we go. It's the main hardware. hardware. Okay, here's the problem. LIDAR is is very sensitive, very expensive, and and is prone to breaking down. So. How have they solved this? There's there's this new thing called uh, LiDAR, LiDAR solid state. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's solid state <laughs> LiDAR. Okay. And this thing is like, you know, it doesn't have moving parts like, like normal LiDAR does. And it's a lot cheaper to manufacture. 
it's so good and it's become the replacement that at this point they can't manufacture enough fast enough yeah. because that that's how fast they're selling so there the is a looks- lot of like backing into lidar tech right now so i i we i think we will get somewhere right soon. and, and right. i could see why <laughs> we're at the point where it's if you're in the lidar industry you're definitely just hit a gold mine yeah you're making money <laughs> you're making money so unless somebody comes out of nowhere is like i have something better than lidar then right so that's that's definitely a negative how's it gonna handle winter you know what I mean? How's it going to handle really bad? How's it going to handle bad weather in general? And you that's, know what's interesting is that NVIDIA has a a autonomous car platform, right? And one of the things that the autonomous car platform that NVIDIA has is um, training modules that will train the existing machines for, you know, certain other autonomous vehicle platforms um what the scenarios might look like visually like what the eyes might see when it's snowing so what it does is it looks at footage that a a vehicle has right and then shows that vehicle what that exact road would look like if it was snowing or if it had a ton of trees in it or if it was raining and this is all like simulated and it's actually really cool. I don't know how it's wow. leveraged or if it's leveraged, but it's it's really cool. So um so I think I think like with that type of tech and with like other, you know, stuff we'll we'll start to see, you know, better algorithms created for those type of conditions. But you're right, like what happens? What does happen? You know? Right now, like I was saying, like in Arizona, there are two different, you know, autonomous vehicle projects, but Arizona is a predominantly hot place with barely any other weather conditions besides maybe rain. You know what I mean? And so what happens? Right. And like you were saying about this program with NVIDIA, a lot of um, software is actually tested behind the scenes. So in... um, Oh, what's the word? In simulation. So a lot of yeah, what's going on. Environments, right, right. Simulation environments is, is there's a lot of behind, you know, the scenes testing with, uh, you know, the future of self-driving vehicles. Yeah. And that's just uh, like you said, it's there's a there's a hurdle and we'll get over it. Like I, I said it in the beginning, we're very far from a future where there is just self-driving cars, but I'm excited. And, you know, I just want to point out a few you know, positives. Yeah. Um, you know, like like we were yeah, talking sorry. about positives we, before. We yeah. There, but yeah Le- go ahead. Less accidents, like like we talked about, no more traffic, less accidents to a point where I'm pretty sure we'll get to ninety to ninety five percent less accidents, if not, if not better than that, when the tech becomes like, you know, general. Like it becomes like it's yeah. life. Like everything a lot has to happen, but yes. A lot has to happen, yes socializing while driving how awesome is that going to be you know what i mean just just gaming like gaming while driving gaming while driving uh you know your seats Having turn a around party while driving yeah basically you know and um one of the other great things and and this is 100% true even with me who loves vehicles yeah. i use my vehicle for less than 40 minutes a day less than 40 minutes a day yeah. For less than 40 minutes a day, I have a car payment, I have maintenance, I have insurance, 
And I take a risk every time I go into the Rogue just to get to work and home and once in a while go shopping or whatever. Just imagine your vehicle. Now, I know there's going to be a lot of people who are going to love this. You wake up in the morning. This vehicle has set out a system. It knows when it's going to pick you up, when it's going to get there because the whole grid talks to its, uh, talks to each other. So they yeah. know where the other vehicles are going to be, when they're going to be there. So it picks you up. You get an extra hour of sleep. There's no warming up the car. You go outside. It picks you up. There's no, you know, 40-minute traffic to get to work. You get to work in 15 minutes. You get out and you go in, and that car takes off and picks someone else. If it already doesn't have someone in there, that it's dropping off right after you. And boom, it picks you up after work, drives you home, and you could set it up so that it's, it's, it's basically doing anything you need after work as well. And, you know, let's um, let's look towards this future of self-driving vehicles, people. I think it's definitely a thumbs up situation. I'm excited about it. And if you love cars, then you're still going to love the future of cars because they're just, in my opinion, getting better. They are. We will continue to build on them. I mean, anybody who's interested in this topic, like, honestly, I encourage you to look up anything on like any of the auto shows, you know, uh, or even like consumer tech, you know, like the CES. Like if you're really interested in seeing like how far we're getting with this stuff, like auto shows is a great, you know, opportunity because not only is there going to be companies showing off like next year's Jetta model, but there's also going to be companies showing off what tech in vehicles will be like in the future, you know? Uh, especially in the Detroit auto show, I think is like the one auto show where I've seen the most tech shown, you know, like when BMW had the thing where like, when I turn the wheel, the lights turn so that I can see around a corner type thing. Right. Um, When they started introducing that, they showed it off in like demos at auto shows. Right. So I do say, I I do want to say if you're looking for like, I'd say the top dog in the industry right now and like, um, you know, who's who's leading the uh, self-driving car. I'd go check out Google's Waymo because yes. they've, they're definitely For on the top full right autonomy, now. Yes. Yeah. For and they, whatever you know, is available to consumers, I think right now it's Tesla. Right. Tesla, if you want like a, I'd say a level three, if you want to see, uh, you know, like self-driving cars, basically. And, uh, you know, they have a whole system where they are just, you know, allowing people to use it for free right now because it is in beta. And um, it's pretty cool. I definitely check it out uh, if you if you want to learn some more and see where we're at, especially because they're at the head of the pack right now when it comes to self-driving vehicles and the future that we're all looking towards. I think I'm going to ask you to wrap it up, but I do want to leave you with one thought. Okay. Okay. And I want everyone to think about this. And if you're not a driver, this probably won't affect you. But me as a driver and anybody else who's listening who has driven or is a daily driver, one of the scariest things for me in my mind is literally, because this is what they're working towards, future, is a vehicle with no pedals or steering wheel. And and that to me, just like there's a fear in there where there's, zero control like i will never be able to take over control if anything goes wrong so think about that how would you feel about a vehicle 
with no steering wheel and no pedals. You're 100% taken away. Your your ability to take control is taken away. There is no yeah. override. Yeah, I mean, that's that's scary. Think about it, especially when we talked, my co-host here just spoke about possible, you know, hacks and you have zero control to take it over manually. Anyways, yeah. That, to end on a terribly <laughs> scary note. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, thanks everyone for listening. I do want to, you know, reiterate that um, this is kind of the format we're going to do going forward. And I think when we have more to talk about on a particular topic, we will either split it out into a secondary podcast at an eventual other date or, you know, like who knows, we might get back to this topic eventually if there's something really cool that happened. And maybe that episode is not an hour. It's like 20 minutes, you know, because there's something cool we want to talk about. So the format, if you want to understand it, is like we just want to talk about cool things that we love. uh, And it doesn't always need to be for a long period of time. Um, And I think in the past, we've spent a lot of time like trying to fill the podcast with as much as possible because there's a lot of time between, you know, our episodes. But I think you might, what you might see from us going forward, and we're still trying to work it out, is um, possibly an episode a week, but they won't be super duper long. You know, they might be us talking about one topic. It might be us talking for two hours about three topics, but that's going to be it. Um, And we appreciate everybody who listens. Uh, We want to thank you. If you're new around here, you can, you know, follow us on Instagram now at pixel underscore refresh. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm SparksSLX. My friend Mario here is on Twitter, but I don't know if he wants anybody to know his Twitter. I don't use Twitter, people. I'm so sorry. I haven't. <laughs> I don't even own the app on my phone. We're on Facebook, uh, barely, uh, but we're at Pixel Refresh there as well. Um, and yeah, as the coming weeks, um, you know, as things come in the coming weeks and we start figuring things out in broader detail. Um, we will have some like really cool stuff to talk about and to share with you guys. So thanks for listening and we will see you soon. Adios amigos.